Hello and welcome to another episode of COVID Club. We are, I think, like six episodes in right now. Um, I'm sorry if it sounds a bit echoey. I'm in a massive, massive room right now. Uh, so I'm going to try and minimise the echo as much as possible afterwards. Maybe you won't notice it, but if you do, I apologise. It's the joy of being in isolation, being in random locations that um, I'm not expecting to be working with. Um, I feel like I... I, I Every time I start one of these podcasts, I feel like I haven't prepared enough. I feel like I, I should have had like a whole plan. And uh, last time we did podcasts, we had like four different sections that we'd plan for. We'd have like music news um, that Isaac used to find and get ready. We used to have a guest on. We used to play a game. Um, and this is literally, you know, the whole point of this is just to be sat here talking very realistically and very, very uh, to the moment of, of how we're feeling, what's happening. And um, if you are new to this podcast, I basically am just about to call a couple of my friends, uh, just have a conversation with them, see how they're getting on, see what they're up to, see what they've noticed out in the world about everything isolation, but also um, keep it as lighthearted as possible. We're not going to go too deep in on it, but sometimes, sometimes it does. So we'll see where we end up. Our guest today, I've got Alyssa, who I have been working with and been uh, then friends with um, for a, a very, I don't know which way around it came actually. We, we met on a gig and um, I loved one of her songs. So I, I said to her, I said to her afterwards, I said, like, have you recorded that song? Like I need to record that song and, and worked on it. This was before I was doing like songwriting production or recording or anything really. It was, it was just a bit of fun on the side. So um, anyway, I contacted her and said, I really want to record that song. And that's now turned into uh, four songs, I think we've done. And she's done two with other producers. Made on the Road and mixing, Mike at Made on the Road. He's mixing all the songs. And um, yeah, it's almost the end of the project. So um, we're going to call her first and see what's happening. And then um, also I'm speaking to my good friend, Lewis Canner, who those of you might remember that I was on the tour with for a little bit last year. We've done loads of recording. I've worked on a Sony project with him, um, which sadly got plugged, uh, pulled in the end. Um, but the songs are, are now going to be released just via Lewis. At least two of them we think are going to be re released via him. So um, done quite a lot of uh, stuff with him both in like a work aspect and like a, him and as, as an artist he's absolutely killing it in the minute so um we're going to speak to him a little bit about that and um, i think it'd be interesting to hear the insights of how spotify has been working and stuff and i've just realized i've not rolled the titles for the intro of this this already so let's do that now and then we'll get on the phone with Alyssa. this is me forget to announce the titles every single flipping time um okay we're gonna start by getting Alyssa on the phone let's see if this works because I always put this on my speaker so that you guys can hear um people are like how do you do the setup for this show how does it how does it normally work and um I literally just say I'm just gonna call you <laughs> and then I hold my speaker up to the microphone uh, when we've done it in the past we've done quite a complicated setup and I, to be honest I don't think it sounded that much better and you guys knowing that it's going to be on the phone, I think you guys don't mind. If anything, it's sounding like it's on the phone is better. Makes it sound more of a more of a realistic phone call. Anyway, let's see what happens. Supposedly calling. There it is. Ooh. Hello. 
Hello, Alyssa. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I couldn't get it to call then. It was like, just went silent no. on me, but it's no. it's good. We're there. We're there. How are you? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually all right. <laughs> You're alive. You're well. Yeah. I'm alive. I'm a well. I'm alive. I'm a well. <laughs> <laughs> um, How are you? do you know what i'm good actually the sun's shining i was just saying that the sun has come out at the perfect time for this whole situation oh, because could you imagine what it would be like without the sun i i can and it makes me sad <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where are you at right now where are you based i am uh, i'm in south london and i'm actually gardening for the first time in my life gardening um you're right Huh? Are you all right? Are you sure you're all right? <laughs> well, I just figured, you know, I can't, I can't leave my house. My housemate's not very well. We've got a huge garden, and it's literally a jungle. So I'm borrowing the neighbour's lawnmower, and I've had to use other, had to speak to other neighbours to get extension cables from them. And yeah, everyone's so helpful and just wants to, you know help each other out and so yeah i'm literally mowing the jungle and it's <laughs> making me feel like a champion <laughs> hey so you're already feeling the community vibes have, have you met neighbors yeah. through this that you wouldn't or you haven't yet met um well i think when we bought this place i was like made a concerted effort to speak to neighbors but you definitely sense it on a on a more local scale people are really reaching out to one another and we've had notes through the door and we've put notes through doors and it's quite it's quite a crazy it's a lovely thing, actually, considering how shit a time... Oh, can I swear? Well, you just have, so... <laughs> no, you can. It's a family show, but I always say that they're teenagers, so they've heard these words before. <gasps> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Bleep. <laughs> yeah. So so you've you've generally found communities come together. You've met some new people, or at least you've reconnected with other people. Um, I think that's definitely been like a very topical thing that most people have been saying on this podcast, actually, is that people yeah. have noticed community in, in insane ways. Megan, who was on two shows ago, I think, she mm. was dealing with 800 orders of cups of tea. How mad is that? Oh, wow. I know. Yeah, absolutely insane. But that's like really showing businesses pulling through. And obviously mm, that was a time. Mm. It was very different to, to a couple of days ago. It feels like we've been in isolation for a week already or maybe more. Mm. But it's only been officially a couple of days. Or were you isolating beforehand? Unfortunately, I was beforehand because my cousin was very unwell, who I live with. And we actually think that he did have it and he's at the tail end of it. So because of that, I've, I've really been isolating now since, well, it will be... I think it's, this is day 11 for us. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I am starting to lose the plot. But I think it's a really good opportunity, isn't it, for people? Because people are always so busy, yeah. so busy. And actually be busy doing something productive for yourself and, and for your community. You know, I'm doing things now that I've talked about doing for years that I'm actually finally getting around to. And there's something very soulful and sort of feed your soul you know to mm. learn a language or finally do the gardening or finally pick up that instrument that you've left getting dusty in the corner of your mm. living room for for years on end or call a friend or i just i don't know i just i think there's a lot of ugliness but there's also been a lot of beautiful things that have come out of this very strange time yeah very strange. How, how, how are you coping because obviously you were in your van and now you're at your girlfriend's um so it's been these... it's been weird only because to begin with it was nothing really felt like it changed other than the atmosphere because for mm. me it was like I'd come here and then I'd go back to the bus maybe in the morning or I'd already be at the bus and then maybe I'd go 
um I, I i'd never normally see many people during the day anyway because i'm just sort yeah. of like on the bus so i've kind of got mm. used to that um so it didn't really change that much to begin with and then obviously mm. now the last couple of days because um at my girlfriend's place uh grandma lives there as well she's in her 80s so we're obviously Gosh. putting her like number one priority um yeah. which means that we have to fully well i felt responsible to or it would have been irresponsible for me to keep going to the bus. And I know she's fine with me going every now and then because you get in the car and then you get out the other side, the bus is in the middle of nowhere. So you're not seeing anybody, but yeah. it's still, it's still always a risk. You don't know, you don't know what, I don't know, fence post you're going to put your hand on that somebody else might have just. Well, that's it. You just don't know. And actually I really felt it last week when I was, cause we'd not done a food shop and I needed to go get some essential stuff. And the amount of people in the, in the things, I just, I actually felt ill just from being around yeah. such volumes of people because you just find yourself feeling more paranoid and just all extra sensitive to the idea of um, there's not much fresh air when you're in a confined space and people are coughing and spluttering around you. You just think, oh my goodness, yeah, there was are they someone well, that, are they unwell? There was someone that sneezed in Aldi the other day and everybody practically hit the deck. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is though, the good, the good British people, though, we're, we're, it is laughing, it, people are laughing through it. We were in there and you know the people that were around us I, I, look, we, it was it was just funny the way it was dealt with it was like mm. people weren't just like running the opposite way everyone was every there's like a sense in the air that everyone's cautious but still dealing with it in a sense of classic british yeah. humor to a degree yeah well that's all that's all you can do that's all you can do do you um do you have much of a take on uh trump's come out to say that he wants to get um america up and running again by mid-april whether regardless of how serious it's getting because new york is fastly approaching italy status um well i I haven't heard i haven't heard this news actually but i saw a video of the center of uh new york yesterday and it was just an absolute ghost town so i feel like they've probably so are they ahead of us by like a week or are they behind us i'm not sure on the exact figures and this is the thing there's so much there's such a, a a vast quantity of news out there and it's a lot of it is uh conflicts as well and mm-hmm. you know you just don't know what advice to listen to other than i mean the one we know that we have to listen to is the government uh, legislation yeah um it's just a very strange time but i wonder what it will be like i wonder what the world will look like in six months time i'm, 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 I'm almost excited in a way and that sounds weird but not in terms mm. of obviously the lives we've lost but in terms of i'm uh, okay excited is probably the wrong word but intrigued is definitely the right mm-hmm. word because there's so much conversation about oh i've noticed my community's come together a bit more and, and i'm 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 almost anticipating that it's just going to go back to normal in a sense that everyone's going to forget that local community and forget helping each other in a business sense. I know. I, I, I worry about that too. And, and I really hope that isn't the case. Um, I think there still will be connections that will have been made that will remain. And I think there will be better. Yeah. But, um, think about I don't it know. in war times as well, like when people had to rely on their neighbour to give them an egg or conversation or you share that final beer with or whatever it, it was I think you don't forget stuff like that mm. you don't forget when someone was kind to you when they had no reason to be yeah um I think that you don't forget um and I think I read something really interesting the other day about all the um all the amazing businesses and startups that are now, you know, multi-billion dollar companies that were invented during the recession in 2008, you know, like Uber, Snapchat, um, all these sorts of things. And I just thought, think of all the people who 
are really creative or maybe are creative but weren't able to unlock that before because they were just so dulled down by their day-to-day. Now they've finally got that time to just unlock their potential and think through those ideas and work out those business plans and make that art or whatever it is. I think that's what I'm excited about is yeah. all that that's going to come from this. Yeah. I've not thought about like <laughs> what Uber is going to be born out of the coronavirus essentially. Well, oh, people exciting. now have the time. People have got yeah, time now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Mad, I love that. So, so you mentioned um, the instrument in the corner of your your living room. What, what is that? Mm. Is that true, or is that somebody else's instrument? Is that a metaphor? <laughs> my friend, no, it is me, and it's my guitar, which I beautiful. It's yeah, and I properly cleaned it, tuned it up, and started to try and relearn some of my old songs. And so, for people uh, that don't know, your your would you say your first instrument is piano? As in, yes. no, or maybe your first instrument voice. is your voice, yeah, and then piano is the first accompany of your voice. Yes, I wouldn't put guitar in there. <laughs> <laughs> but Just gu- yet, George, it's very rusty. <laughs> <laughs> so for you starting guitar then, when you're so used to obviously piano being your number one, how are you finding that in terms of, are you have you written anything yet, like in terms of well, vocally around a couple of chords? Yeah, well, funnily enough, I actually, um, I was looking at sort of online guitar lessons and I remembered that chap that you are mates with and do some work with, Andy Guitar. Mm. Um, and I downloaded his app to start doing some virtual guitar lessons again. Wicked. Um, I did the same with a French online speaking course. And by the way, I do want to point out that for the first sort of five or six days that I wasn't feeling well and I was confined, I was so, so miserable and had absolutely zero motivation so it's not that I was like hey hey, let's (laughs) let's do everything it's taken me a while to and it's still up and down yeah but I think it's important to just kind of just give yourself the time and space that you personally need to come around the idea of what is that thing that I'd quite like to try again yeah or you know because you're not going to feel like it every morning yes sir, i spent pretty much all day in bed very sad because i can't i can't see my boyfriend who lives in plymouth um for god knows how many more weeks it's already been three weeks i haven't seen him oh, so days. you know you're not going to feel like you're not going to feel like superwoman or superman every every single day through this so just honor how you're feeling each day and go with that I'm glad, really glad you mentioned that because it's quite easy to, you know, think of the next Uber that's going to come out and be like, Crikey, me, they did that. And I just basically managed to come to terms with what I want us to do with my life. And that's fine. Like that mm. is, that is absolutely fine. And some people it's not, some people it's going to be just sitting there, letting your head clear because you've been worried about stuff for the year and guilt free yep. sitting and just being well and you know what love i find social media is it's uh, it's a double-edged sword in times like this there's mm. a lot of the fantastic there's some hilarious gifts <laughs> yeah, meme videos <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's brilliant but there is also a lot of stuff that's kind of feeding that guilt of oh i should have done a workout in my garden today and oh i should have cooked a, a baked a cake from scratch and why don't i learn why, why don't i know how to speak spanish yet you know and there's this kind of sense of oh my gosh, just chill out. Everyone just do what you can when you want. And so, and I, some, so some, there have been some days where I've actually had to just switch my phone off and not read the news and not scroll on Instagram because I just, I feel worse and I feel more anxious and my, my chest feels tighter when I'm scrolling. I'm like, Oh, look how productive everyone's being. Or, you know, these people have still got their jobs and oh, they're, they're thriving in this time. And it's sometimes it's just super overwhelming social media and i think it's okay to just be like no nah, i don't need to check my instagram 
today. <laughs> yeah, I think that's <laughs> you know? that's so important. And actually, do you know what I've realised recently in the last few days is that in this time, I'm st- I'm still working. I'm still just because I want to get ahead rather than be- feel like I'm behind. So for yeah. a certain amount of time, I'm going to carry on working as normal. But what I've noticed and realised that's changed in my head is nobody's really expecting anything to be done in this time. There are mm. certain businesses that maybe are um, people that are like class disease essentials, that kind of that side of things. But with everything being up in the air, we've all got the biz- biggest excuse to not do anything. And nobody is expecting things to necessarily get done. Mm. Um, on talking, yeah. obviously, on the whole. And that, for me, changed yes. my mind of being like, okay, so if I don't do the thing I said I was going to do today for another two weeks, they're going to understand. They're going to be like, you were adapting to the whole situation like everybody else was. It's absolutely fine. Let's just move the deadline two weeks yeah. or four weeks or whatever. So just on the whole, nobody is expecting anything to get done. And I think if that mm. helps anybody, it certainly helped me just thinking about that being like, hang on, like, totally. why am I putting the pressure on myself amongst this time to get this done for absolutely. tomorrow? When they're probably not yeah. expecting it to get done for three months. <laughs> Are you talking about my mixes, George? <laughs> 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 I'm trying to break it to you gently, Alyssa. Your mixes are not going to get done for three three months. <laughs> Fantastic. No, we're, we're well ahead of your stuff, but it's um, it's nice to know, though, isn't it? That um, that yeah, there's just no pre- there is no pressure on the whole now. Yeah, and and I think it's also yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think I'm also trying to think of ways of okay so now I have all this time on my hands indefinitely we don't know what's going to happen in the next hour let alone in the next month um how can I use my skills or my time effectively to be helpful and be useful and I think it's trying to strike that balance between doing something that will be good for me but then doing something that's good for the greater good because if everyone was just like, oh, I'm just going to sit at home and just benefit myself, then what happens to all the NHS workers that need their kids picked up from school or need a lasagna made for them in the freezer or whatever? It's just one example. And so I'm also trying to understand where can I be, where can I volunteer my time or, or where can I be useful? Yeah. And I think sometimes it's it's difficult to know. Like I was chatting last night to a friend about it's great that there's all these like Facebook groups about your neighbours and stuff. But what about old people who don't have the internet, who don't use Facebook? How do we know about them? How do we know which which store they live on in your street so that you can put a note through the door and say, do you need any shopping in today? Yeah. And, and I'm struggling with that because I'm feeling like quite guilty that I'm probably not helping as much as I could because I just don't have the information yeah. of who needs it. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying. To, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to wrap my brain on where that information could be, or maybe there's people. Maybe there's people out there listening to this podcast. Um, once we share mm. it around, that we'll be able to answer some of those questions. I know Ollie, um, Ollie Rutherford, who who we had on two days, three days ago. Um, he had a great yeah. idea for a similar thing of you know calling around um, old, or having a list of younger people that want to connect with older people and just hear mm. about the war, like wartime, or like hear about what it was like in the fifties uh, or that kind of thing, yeah. and, and vice versa yeah. as well. People being like, oh, can you teach me how to use an iPad or whatever that is? Um, yeah. I'm sure he's cracking on with the thought of that idea, um, but oh, maybe good. people like that listening yeah. to this are people that can connect and get in touch with yourself and get in touch with me to put yeah. in touch with you and various other people. I don't know because I think word of 
mouth is the only way that that's going to happen at this particular moment because every other yeah. bit of social media is swamped with memes or just news uh, stories. Um, I know, which is fine, but I always, but I also think you know we should also be thinking about like I don't have the technological the technological brain to think about how do I develop a how do I develop an app that connects young people with old people in their immediate local community. So mm. just like a two mile radius, um, so they can set up a That'd you know a, a buddy. Idea system where you can call like i have ideas but i don't have the other elements to actually put it into practice so i think it's great that you're doing a podcast because you just never know who might be listening who might think oh you know well that is the point of this podcast it's it's, you know light entertainment but also just asking questions and maybe somebody is listening that can be like oh hang on this is this is something I want to get involved with. So um, yeah, we should post, post yeah. this in the Corcovado community, actually, and see if they can spread the yes. word as well. That would be a good That's place. That's a good idea. That's so a very good idea. I've got one more question for you. Is there something at the top of your list, like learning Spanish, that is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing that you never thought you'd ever do that you would like to do? Ooh. <laughs> yes. So I've been talking about doing this for a number of years now, and you might be privy to it. because obviously we're very good friends. But um, I've always wanted to write a book about my unbelievably weird and wonderful dating stories um because there are some corkers um there are some absolute corkers and i i read other people doing this there are people will know who i'm referring to there are lots of dating books out there that i've read and i was like oh that doesn't even hold a candle to my little my little tale <laughs> so, any ideas um, on the name of this book uh i can't it uh, it's a bit rude <laughs> all right okay we'll keep it we'll keep and it also, i don't want to give the idea away because I, I need to uh i'm gonna no but i seriously i'm gonna i'm gonna just finally do it because uh, and there's gonna be like a teen edition then the 20s um because they're two quite separate times in your life as a as a young person but no this. i'm really excited to and to, and also to collate some of the funny stories from some of my friends and and just kind of I don't know. That is literally one of those pie in the sky. I want to write a book. Yeah. But actually, just do it then. Yeah. I mean, literally, this is <laughs> and mow your lawn. <laughs> yeah, m- yeah, mow the lawn and think about your next chapter. I love it. Yeah. Well, I wish you all yeah. the best of that. I'm very excited to get on the phone and speak more in depth with that and hear all these <laughs> these ideas because I was not <laughs> expecting you to say that, but it's a brilliant idea. Um, Alyssa, likewise, thank you so likewise. much for joining us. And um, thank you, George. Thanks for doing this. Stay safe, and I will yes. catch you soon. Yeah. Don't sneeze on your girlfriend's gran. <laughs> Noted. Thank you. Okay. On that Lots note. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Alyssa with the best oh. feedback. <laughs> best advice. Don't sneeze on your girlfriend's nan. I think that can go out globally, actually, as a bit of, um, as a bit of uh, advice there. <laughs> Thanks, Alyssa. Right. I'm going to find Lewis now. So, um, yeah, as mentioned earlier, Lewis, Lewis is a great artist. He's... Uh, he's recently quit his job to go full-time music, which is incredibly exciting. Um, I know a lot of my clients are certainly wanting to know more about that and hear more about what's happening in his world. Um, so let's hear what he's got to say. I hate the suspense of knowing if people are going to pick up. Hello. Hello, matey. How are you doing? Uh, mate, I'm not bad. How are you? Yeah, you are live on the COVID Club podca- podcast. Podcast, I nearly said. Oh, for real? Absolutely live. Where are you right now? I'm at home. Good lad. At the the table. As recommended (laughs) by our top government. Yeah, that's it. Did you watch watch the news thing the other day, obviously, when they announced, when when Boris did the official 
announcement. Did you watch it live? I did, yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. It felt like we were actually smack bang in, in like, World War Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, literally, it was weird. It, it was... Um, it was surreal, wasn't it? Although, it, it was weird just hearing him say it, because you read all these articles, and but, but it's... Yeah, he's saying it, and it's legit. Just stay at home. Stay at home. But also, just on a... Like, the last time a broadcast went out like that probably would have been World War Two, right? Possibly, yeah. I, I've not... Obviously, we've, it's, it's like... It's weird, because... <laughs> Yeah, we're living in it right now, and it's so bizarre. Cause it is. This is the first time I knew of this happened in our lifetimes, anyway, and it, it feels like a movie. It doesn't feel legit. It does. I'm, I'm waiting for zombies to start coming down, and I'm like, grab the bats. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, mate. So how how's how have you found it? Have you been in isolation only for two days, or have you been like isolating yourself for longer? No, I think I've been. <clears throat> <clears throat> we had people around before that thing happened, um, maybe on Friday, but not loads. Maybe like three people over. Yeah. Um, but, but since since before that, really, I think we've, I've been pretty much inside. I got all my all the gigs and stuff cancelled about a week ago. God. Um, so, so it's probably been about a week. About a week. So so for everybody that's listening, you're a full time performer now, right? You've quit your job and you're doing this music full time. 100 percent yeah well, so, well for now anyway for, yeah i was gonna say for now so um so so what's changed then and obviously the gigs have changed the gigs were cancelled a week ago like have you made any new plans are you doing anything differently or are you just kind of planning for when this is over more than planning for now yeah a bit of both really mate um obviously looking for some possible part-time work in, in the local area but yeah before this we, we i literally started booking um a tour for june time and about three days after we got this news, us right, stay inside. We're like, oh, it's the worst time to try and book a tour. So, oh my life, yeah, especially <laughs> and when you all the other gigs. Yeah, yeah. So all the other gigs that were cancelled. I think I had about maybe maybe about fifteen or something in the near future. They got all cancelled and stuff. Right? Yeah, because you book up pretty quick, don't you? In terms of like your when you get a booking in, it's normally pretty immediate. Whether it's like a tour support slot or or something along those lines, or or just like the the more bread and butter gigs, let's say, that, that pay your bills a bit more and more in the local area with pubs, clubs, bars, those kind of places. Um, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you, I mean, was it, what was the call like with those people? Did they just email and just be like, I'm afraid we've had to cancel your calls or have you had to assume that they're cancelled? Yeah, so a few of them will have messaged before because they were, I think one was like, um, it was in between here and Manchester and they just sent a message um, saying, going to have to cancel this Saturday. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get that. But I had the other gigs that were going ahead. And then, yeah, the next day I found that all pubs um, and venues were closing. So it's like, oh, so I'm, and now I just have to assume that all, all gigs are, are going to be rescheduled. Yeah. So I've, I've actually heard very little from venues, but they've, they've got a lot on. <laughs> and yeah, the minute, a lot of gigs I'm not expecting to, to hear much. I'll get in touch once this is all blown over and we can reschedule stuff. But yeah, right now I think everyone's having a bit of a nightmare. So what are you focusing on now then? You obviously have massive plays. How many plays do you reckon you've got in total now on your Spotify? 400,000? Um, just, just under 500, I think now. Yeah. Wow, dude. So that's madness. Ooh. So are you finding you've got loads more time to spend there or are you not spending time there because you're trying to work out like what's next, like how you're going to pay the bills and stuff? Like what's the balance like at the moment? Yeah, a lot of it is um, just looking at uh, what, what's next and, and trying to secure them the next couple of weeks and months and making sure that we can survive and live off stuff. So it's more gigs um, is where your head's at at the minute. Um, yeah, yeah. Spotify got, keeps ticking. Yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. 
So nice one. It's, it's decent, yeah. Well, outside of the music then, what's been happening? Mm. What's been new in isolation? Have you started anything new? Any any random skills you're trying to hone in on? N- not really. I'm pretty good at... Um, uh, Everything. Uh, watching <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> oh, watching Netflix. All right, so I thought you were going to say like uh, no. spinning plates or Diablo or something like that. No, I actually thought about dyeing my hair blonde. I've wanted to do it for ages. And um, I thought, if it looks crap, no one's going to see it. <laughs> but if it looks all right, I can roll with it after and this is all happened. So. Do you know what? I love the contrast of answers. So I've just been on the phone to Alyssa and she's talked about learning Spanish. She's learning guitar. And she's going to potentially start writing one of her books that she's always wanted to do. Yours is dyeing oh, your hair blonde. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I got aim high, man. We've got. <laughs> to be fair, mate, we've got time. Once you've got your hair blonde, then you can start honing in on other skills. To be fair, you might start a new skill very differently if you've got blonde hair. Exactly. Exactly. I see you thinking. <laughs> I see you thinking. It makes sense. Um, I downloaded so, TikTok for the first time. Actually, stop it, mate. Do you know how many people have yeah. downloaded TikTok since this and then realised they actually quite like it? My girlfriend being well, one I, of them. I, I, <laughs> I literally because you mentioned it before. And I didn't really know what it was. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on that. And then I've seen all these videos about people like either loving it or like rinsing it for bits, bits and pieces. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to check it out. It's just genuinely decent content. It's like a minute of a funny meme or like cats or something like that. So you can just go flick through and have a... It's and, starting and to get better, I must admit. It is starting to get yeah. better because when it first, when I first got onto it, it was just people dancing, miming to stuff. Um, and they yeah. were normally between the age of 10 and 15 and I felt very uncomfortable on that. <laughs> and now it is generally becoming like good quality content to a point where I need to seriously start getting back onto it and find... Because whenever I post anything about like my production or songwriting, it just flops, it doesn't really do anything. But if I'm posting mm. videos of people doing their hair in the bus door in the mirror... People flipping love that. That gets like half a million to a million plays, which isn't very useful yeah, for my yeah. music career. So it's like, how do you make the balance? How do you, what, well, what can I do? You could, I think if you've got something like that, you know it's going to pop like the, the hair in the mirror that you've seen that clearly works. Just put one of your songs behind it. Yeah, that's the thing that needs to be next, isn't it? It's like working out yeah. how can you combine the two. I mean, annoyingly, where the bus is now, there's no people passing by, so I never see it. But maybe even yeah. just staging it, if it gets the views and it gets the song out there, then maybe that's all that needs yeah. to happen. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's a lot of um, brand integration and stuff with TikTok in the minute now, especially if you've got a, a fairly decent following. It's yeah. not, you know, actually making some money from it as well and promoting yourself, promoting another brand. It's just another outlet where you can... Absolutely. I just need to work some stuff out because I do. I've got like 18,000 followers on there, um, but they're all followers of the bus door, (laughs) the mirrored bus door and people doing the hair in that rather than they are about my music. So it's finding it's finding the halfway mark. But I do seriously need to get back on it in some way, shape or form and use use one of my songs, um, especially stuff's coming out. So um, are you isolating on your own or are you isolating with other, other people? Toby the cat. No, I'm with my yeah, with my girlfriend and the cat. Yeah. <laughs> and how's she coping with things? Is she getting fed up with you? Uh, no, no, we're, we're cool. We're just we're just trying to think of other things to do. We, we played um, Scrabble yesterday. We played the logo game where you draw a logo. Oh, sick! Yeah, I like that. I'm really, really bad at drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I drew a night tick that looked like a pickle. <laughs> you drew, what you drew a night tick that looked like a pickle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did she get it? It wasn't. Yeah. Nailed oh my, it! Yeah. Oh my days! Straight away. Um, <laughs> what other what other games are you planning to play? Oh, I don't know. I think we're just flicking through and just just work, just finding whatever's fun to do and keeping ourselves entertained for the time being. So we just happens. had a chat about it, then it's like it's this is three weeks of just being inside, which which for some people might be the dream, but 
especially if you've worked from home before and and all the work's gone from the stuff you go out for, it's it's, it's going to get boring, but it's got to find things to, to do. To do. And it might be double three weeks. Three weeks is the initial stage, isn't it? And then it might go double from that. So, um, Yeah, exactly. Is there anything you've particularly loved so far coming into this whole thing? Uh, memes keeps getting mentioned an awful lot. But have you seen anything, <laughs> any any like local community stuff that's been happening that you weren't expecting to see? Um, no, my friend messaged me as this whole thing, this thing was kicking off about a week ago. And he was, he's setting up... Um, when he's back in Redford because he travels for work but he's having to work from home now but still has to come back to Redford for some bits he's setting up um, a thing where you just go out and uh, you pick the shopping up for the elderly and drop that off and he's asked me if I'm keen to get involved I was like definitely mate if I've got time which I do <laughs> I can yeah. get involved with that so nice yeah I'm more happy that's a great that. one and is that like mm. just him that set that up or is it part of a bigger network I know it's just him he's going to put it on like the the the, the town like Facebook pages and stuff and see who gets in touch and if anyone's interested and needs their stuff picking up uh, there's, there's about four or five yeah of us doing it so. we were literally just talking with Alyssa about how we can find how we can be connected to people that maybe need the help that maybe aren't on like things like Facebook or online at all to be fair um, mm-hmm. unless you've got their personal number you're not going to be able to get hold of them so how do you know which door to knock on so to speak um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that might be like your thing might be a great way to at least hear about other people Next, yeah, so it, it, it would be a decent way to just to help out and also get you know make sure that everyone's doing all right. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Well, um, thank you so much for joining me on this. It's great to hear that you're good. It's great to yeah, hear that you're still making music and stuff's happening. And uh, <laughs> I just hope the gigs come back soon, mate, because I think the music industry it just has no idea when everybody can start again. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shock. So we'll, we'll get through it. I'm sure you'll be fine, mate. You're, you're killing it on the streams. You're killing it on everything else. So I'm sure you'll be absolutely fine. If anything, you come out of this with a tour booked or something like that. Know, yeah, hopefully. Like. Fingers crossed, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, mate. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Take care. Look after yourself, and um, I'll catch you soon. All right, mate. Nice one. Take it easy. Cheers, bro. Bye. Oh my oh, days. Man. The music industry is just so it's in such a weird place because even people like myself, like I'm busy with stuff, but you know, I've had, I've had to have a conversation with everybody uh, that I work with just about delaying payments or stretching out payment plans so that people can afford to carry on going. Cause my biggest thing I'm hearing and seeing at the minute is like, why we've all got this time? Why, why wouldn't we just crack on now? Do you know what I mean? Like we should be, uh, making and producing stuff that's ready to go either during this period or ready to go like after this period. So I think um, any way that the music industry can keep going in some way, shape or form is just going to be absolutely crucial to its survival. It really is. Um, and people like Lewis, you know, he predominantly survives off gigs. He's, he was, he's going to have to get another job now just to get through the Corona bit. And then hopefully he can quit that job and go back to how he was before. But I mean, scary isn't it how overnight everything can change anyway that was really interesting bunch of ups and downs and deep and not so deep um guys thank you so much for joining me on this podcast Alyssa, thank you lewis thank you if you guys can share this podcast with a friend or maybe you want to be on it yourself get in touch with me at george jasmine holiday with two l's on instagram um or if you've got me on facebook just pop me a message as well or you can email me at team at made on the that's t-e-a-m for mother Okay, that's it. Another episode down. Um, I will see you tomorrow at the same time as 7pm with another show. Stay safe, look after each other, and remember, never stop creating. This is me.